Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Thursday, July 20th, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with the Blood and Guts edition of AEW Dynamite broadcast live on TBS from the TD Bank Arena in Boston. In the main event, AEW's third annual Blood and Guts Steel Cage match was won by the Golden Elite team of Kenny Omega, Adam Page, The Young Bucks, and Kota Ibushi, who defeated the Blackpool Combat Club team of Pac, Kanosuke Takeshita, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, and John Moxley when Page choked out Yuta after 23 minutes and one second. He's being choked out. He's being choked out. Wheeler Yuta is going to sleep and that is it. The Golden Elite have won. Here are your winners. Golden Oh, man. They're going to patch themselves up. Look at Moxley. Well, he was trapped. He's handcuffed by the Elite. They pulled it off. The That's Golden incredible. Elite proving they can match the Blackpool Combat Club. Violence for violence. Starting off, the match for their respective teams were Omega and Cascinoli with the BCC winning the coin toss to gain the numbers advantage. The match featured the use of broken glass, thumbtacks, and a bed of nails. Earlier in the night, AEW World Champion MJF and Adam Cole won the finals of the Blind Eliminator Tag Team Tournament, defeating Daniel Garcia and Sammy Guevara to earn a shot at FTR's AEW World Tag Team title on the July 29th episode of Collision. Following their win, MJF and Cole were confronted by FTR. Also on the show, Jack Perry, the former Jungle Boy, took the FTW title away from Hook, also dealing Hook the first loss of his career in the process. Perry opened the match with a video depicting him bearing his old persona and came out to Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in place of his old Tarzan Boy theme song. The winner of this match and new FTW champion, Jack Perry. Did you see the smirk on Perry's face during the three count? Jack Perry, not only did he become the sixth ever, ever FTW champion, he has ended the undefeated streak of Hook. In ratings news, NXT last Tuesday night on the USA Network drew its second largest total audience and key demographic rating of the year so far, according to Russell Nomics. The show was watched by 746,000 viewers, up nearly 12%, from last week's audience of 671,000. The rating in the key 18 to 49 year old demographic was 0.21, translating to 279,000 viewers and marking an increase from last week's 0.20 key demo rating. New Japan Pro Wrestling presented day four of the 33rd annual G1 Climax tournament yesterday at the Zebio Arena in Sendai, Japan. Scoring victories in C block matches were Tamatanga, Hinare, Evil, and David Finley. Evil and Finley lead the C block with four points apiece. Winning D block matches were Tetsuya Naito, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jeff Cobb, and Zack Sabre Jr. Cobb and Sabre Jr. lead the D block with four points apiece as well. Day five of the G1 Climax is set for tomorrow in Nagaoka, Japan. In Game Changer Wrestling News, GCW is scheduled to make its official debut at the historic Korokan Hall in Tokyo, according to an official Twitter announcement yesterday. The debut is set to take place on October 12th, 
although no matches or talent have been announced as of yet. Often described as the Madison Square Garden of Japan, Korokin Hall was opened in 1962 in preparation for the 1964 Olympic Summer Games and has been hosting pro wrestling events since the Japanese Wrestling Association's Winter Series of 1966, with both New Japan and All Japan presenting regular shows there since the beginning of their existence in the early 1970s. And in some unfortunate news, early wrestling news pioneer Rick Skaya passed away last Sunday of cancer, according to a message posted yesterday on his official Twitter account. Skaya first came to prominence in the early internet wrestling community thanks to news from Dayton, a news bulletin regularly posted to rec.sports.prowrestling starting in 1995, which eventually turned into one of the first wrestling news websites. In the late 90s, Skaya founded the website WrestleManiacs and writing under the name The Rick became known for his humorous and insightful commentary, particularly his wrestling reviews of Monday Night Raw and other programs. Joining with Mike Mikasa Samuda to form Online Onslaught, Skaya's website played host to other early wrestling internet writers such as Scott Keith and CRZ. Online Onslaught was even briefly hosted as part of CBS's WrestleLine in the early 2000s, but in recent years had existed predominantly as one of the internet's longest-running wrestling message boards. Online Onslaught went offline in 2020 due to technical hosting difficulties, and shortly afterward, Skaya began his battle with cancer that eventually claimed his life. Rick Skaya was 49 years old. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The wrestling news can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.